Master, sir? I heard Yoda talking about midichlorians. I've been wondering, what are midichlorians? But Master Yoda said I should be mindful of the future. But not at the expense of the moment. Be mindful of the living force, young Padawan. Remember, Obi-Wan, if the prophecy is true, your apprentice is the only one who can bring the force back into balance. I'm a Jedi. I know I'm better than this. Train yourself to let go of everything you fear to lose. How'd you feel when maybe Yoda stole that child's cookies? Did you like that? Were you, were you bullied as a kid? Sure. You were bullied, weren't once, you? Once or twice. Once or twice. And then what happened? How'd you, how'd you, how'd you pound them down? How'd you enforce your will? I just kind of took it. Okay. Hey. I was... I just I was, internalized that rage. I was called Hitler as a child. Okay, that's different. I had a very tight kind of uh, part in my hair. And people said, you look like Hitler. That was my, my childhood experience. <laughs> that's never here, no there. This is Star Wars. People apologetics. <laughs> Welcome to the show, the program. What's the problem? What's the problem? There's no problem. There's no problem here. We're good. We're good? We're covering Star Wars media. Media. Through the lens of the prequels. Through the prequels. The greatest gift to cinema history from our father, George Lucas. Frankly, human history. Human history. I think only maybe the Bible comes close. I agree. Mandalorian, the show where the story sometimes is relevant and sometimes is not. This time... It was very relevant. Episode 4. Finally. This time the story was there. There was some good story. I would say that <laughs> this felt like a season 1 episode. Or it felt like it well, should we have... Wanted, we wanted it to be, in a lot of ways. It should have been in season 1. Yeah, absolutely. I'm Reagan. Just so you know. I, mean, I just want to remind you. Yeah, okay. You've been known to forget. Good. <laughs> good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Poggle the Lesser. You're Poggle the Lesser! Yes. Talking some, talking some uh, Geonosian speak for us. I can't do that. Can't do that. You are Seth. You wouldn't understand. You've it. been unmasked. Yeah, you are okay. Seth. Fine. Yeah, got it. Um, this, body, this, uh, this episode, what'd you think? Did you like it? I did. I did. I liked this. Cool. It was cool. It was fun. It was cool. funny. I liked the sense of humor. Mm. Um, I mean, the burning questions from season one, such as, uh, what's going on? It, it, I think that's a little too, little too late. That pot's been boiling over since season yeah. one. Um, but you know what? I smelled the smoke. You know what? In the kitchen. I enjoyed it. Finally. I liked the episode. Finally. Yeah. Finally, we liked the episode. Finally, we got the answers to those things. Okay. Interesting, because last time... Okay, so you liked it. Okay. That's fine. Cool. Did you like it? Last, last episode, there was some story stuff we wanted in, in season one, but we just said that was information. I think that was true. Yeah. We're here... We're getting information, but also the information is critical to the story. And things are happening. And it's, the go, plot's moving forward. We go, oh. So first of all, I was very upset with this episode. Because, look, you can't just tease Ahsoka. And then, oh, wait, she's not in the episode. But we, but come on. We knew that was going to happen. Hold on. I knew that. I predicted that verbatim. I've got to I gotta take, the, take the victory lap on this one. Okay? Okay? Okay. That's me. So anyway, Ahsoka's not in this episode. So we knew that was going to happen. That sucks. Carl Weathers directing it. Huh? Hmm? Grief Carga actor. What? Hmm? funny guy he did a good job it's funny because you know i kind of go in i'm primed to just like it because i, I wanted ahsoka but then it kind of wins me over god bless wins me over because you got this really kind of funny lighthearted episode but then it kind of 
pivots into really hardcore story and you go, wow, it's actually really interesting. I wonder, I'm actually intrigued. Mm-hmm. I'm actually intrigued now. So mm-hmm. I like this episode quite a bit. Um, I would not say it's, my, it's, not, it's not my favorite. Of the season. Episode one is probably still the best of the season. Would you agree? Care to agree? Disagree? No, I'll give one more. Comment? Whoa! Sorry. Really? Sorry. <laughs> you should apologize. The first one's so boring until the end. No. No. This The backstory of the town was great, sir. I have to watch it again. Look, the point is, episode one's cool. I think, ep- it's, I think it's pretty good. Better than this one. I hear you. But for me right now, until I rewatch episode one... I was never just bored out of my mind in this one. And I was in episode one. Gotta be honest. You were clawing at your eyes during episode one. It was a, there was a lot more going on. Maybe that's why I didn't enjoy it. It's because... You couldn't see it? I had my fingers in my There's eyeballs. blood coming straight <laughs> from your face. I, gotta get, I should give another chance. But this one... Uh, I liked... Carl Weathers' more comedic take. Yeah. I liked having Baby Yoda do things. Although it didn't always make sense. But it was cute and it was funny. I liked it. I like the kind of team effort to... Yeah. It, the episode's called The Siege. I like the kind of team effort to take on... There was on, no siege that happened, though. We'll but they did that. go to a place. They went to a place. So you can't call the episode the go-to-a-place. The assault. Yes. Okay. That's better. That's pretty cool. Yeah, sure. Do you know what... How would you define a well, siege? Well, hold on, hold on. And the 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 episode concluded with a really good action sequence. Yeah, similar really to good. the... It's not as good as the Crate Dragon. Really good. But... In terms of, I guess, the structure, it's pretty good, pretty good. I mean, I'm liking this. And then, and then whoa, there's a great action scene out of nowhere. That's mainly CGI. Yeah, totally. So I enjoyed it. Cool. And at the end, you don't just get a little inch forward in story. You get a leap forward. You get kind of a, not just a, here's something to be excited about next week, but also a, here's what the enemy's been up to. You kind of get a teaser. Sure. With, with Moth Gideon, which is, the show doesn't really ever do that, which is stupid because... You know, you're kind of limited by your protagonist's viewpoint, so you kind of have to just, at some point, just tease something clearly. Sure. Uh, clearly. It's clear to me. So, yeah, I, I love the ending, and I have some good theories about this. Let's get uh, into we'll it. Get there. Let's get into the theories. Um, Let's just go to the ending. Let's not do that. Okay. I'm going to hold us back. Let's go to the beginning. Beginning. That's a good place to start. They're limping through space, right? Uh, They're limping? Sure. The ship was disabled. They got repaired, but it's pretty crappy, right? It's held together for Yeah, it opens. Oh, it opens with them yeah, with, were... with Baby Yoda inside the electrical fuselage. compartment. Yeah, the fuselage. Yeah, that's not right. I would call it that. Now, the fuselage is is basically the body of a of an airplane. Best. He was in the body of the airplane. No, he was in a he was in a crawl chamber. He was in a crawl <laughs> space where you can access the electrical com- control panels. And he was Baby Yoda was doing electrical work. Now you, as a member of the electrician trade, <laughs> yeah. the electric union, yeah, as it was called, you, I used, I used to be, I used to be. What did you think the seer trade so blasphemed? No, yeah. that that was fine. I thought it was funny, but it's a funny scene. I, I liked it, and Baby Yoda has some cute moments. Um, Baby Yoda gets elect, he gets electrocuted, and it brought to mind Gremlins, <laughs> which has, and the tone was like Gremlins because yeah. Gremlins, the first one is a cool movie, but it's very sincere and then very dark. And very cute, all at the same time. It's a weird mishmash Tone, of tones. Cool. And I don't really like it, but it's a unique film, and I admire that about it. So, okay, there's Gremlins. And Yoda looks like a Gremlin, frankly. Um, <laughs> he, he is. Baby Yoda looks like a Gremlin. And this had kind of that, where I'm going, oh, that's really funny. I like seeing 
I like seeing this sort of cartoon character get electrocuted. But it's a baby. But it's a baby. It's a baby. And then I'm going... And then the show just collapses in that moment where I go, wait, isn't this guy learning to be a better person and be a father? And he, <laughs> he, he shoves, shoves his this child. baby down the crawl space and he's trusting him to fix the ship. It's it, funny. Laugh. It, it is funny. Please I call. did laugh. Please but call. then my brain went, wait. You have to try your brain. My brain went. Your brain does not help you. My brain show. went, stop laugh. <laughs> Please stop laugh. <laughs> Please consume. Please consume. <laughs> anyway, so I liked it, but I was sort of of two minds there. You were, di- you, you were divided. Yeah, I was. So that happens. It's a funny little beat. I think I was being cookies during this, so I actually kind of missed most of this. Sorry. Uh, and then they get like a Skype call. They say, hey, what's up? <laughs> this is your boy Grief. Come land. Grief Cargo. We'll, we'll fix you up. What did you just say? Grief. Grief Kabland? Come land. Come land. Come land. Yeah. Please, please land. Is that what he says? He says land. Gotcha. Hang out with us. Get a drink. We definitely don't have a side mission for you. <laughs> <laughs> he did say that. He lands. It's his nice little. There was no music like that. And what's her face? Jean Carlo. What's her face? Cardoon. She's there too. Cardoon. Oh, everyone's there. I'm so sorry. Even the fish guys. I'm there. so sorry. What happened actually? If you remember correctly, which you don't clearly. <laughs> After this little baby Yoda scene, it cuts to the Mandalorian old Covern, and there's these uh, there's these these these. This is gang, clean it out, stripping it clean of kind of the last, last, the last stuff that's in there. The, the same species as the. I don't like him. I don't like you either. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Those I guys. forgot about that. Yeah, okay. This and is they're, they're stripping the place. They're yeah. getting some things. Cardoon, she's on a mission. To clean, I'm so stupid. To I didn't realize this was the Mandalorian Govern. It literally started on a close up. I kind of like this. It panned down of where the Ram's head used to be. Yeah, it's I, cool. I got you. Because we're telling. I wouldn't say that. A story was told. This anyway. is a little cartoon action action scene. I didn't really understand because so she she does that and then she comes in and she just kind of punches him and shoots him. And I went okay. And then through a, a friendship with a meerkat, she tells yeah. the audience that she, she is going to return this to its rightful owners. Kind of the, the loot the loot of the dungeon. Mm-hmm. And then the camera pans down to a dead body and you go, oh no, is he still alive? And it just cuts to the Mandalorian theme song and you go. Okay, I guess there was no, there was no danger after all. It was a weird opening. You ever play an MMO and at the end when you get the loot, you can roll greed or need. What's that greed? She just passed. So if you really want, if you really need the loot, Mm. you can say you can be greed. Cool. Or you can do need. Mm. Those are kind of the same thing, aren't they? Well, it's been a while since I played. (laughs) You're stuck one. Yeah, she 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 did not roll greed. I'll tell you that. She not. She was a good person. She said. uh, these pots and pans, they belong to someone. <laughs> there wasn't anything in there, was there? What was it even in there? It's the ancient Beskar pots and pans. How are those? The, the whole, the whole. The Mandalorian, if you, if you, if you make a grilled cheese on the Mandalorian fryer. That belongs to us. No, I'm just saying that's, that's probably really good grilled cheese. That's really good. <laughs> that lady, the, 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 what's her face? The, um, <clears throat> blacksmith lady. The armor, the armorer. armorer. Her job was to clean it out. Did she just forget some stuff? She's just lazy. Anyway, it's cool because it sets up that Cardoon, she stayed behind last episode on Navarro to clean out the criminal element of with Grief Karga's leadership. Yeah, so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say that's where we're at. And I kind of bemoan here, I, be- I bemoaned, that there wasn't this kind of, because we love Werner Herzog, this client from last season. It would have been really cool to see more of that character kind of 
butted it up against Grief Karga, and you kind of get to see their kind of political infighting. Her song will never appear in Star Wars again. I know. He he he's only in the show because of a, a maybe a a drunken contractual a drunken bet that he made on a football game with John Favreau. He said, "I'll be in your stupid Mandalorian show if the Rams lose <laughs> or whatever." Herzog bet that he would eat his shoe, and now he bet that he would be in Star Wars, and he lost both. He bets. lost both of us. He had to eat the shoe. Anyway, um, the there's, Disneyland. There's video evidence of him eating the shoe. Is it really? Yes, I didn't know that. Does he, does he boil it? I think he does. I I like that. So he both at Dan. He lands on <laughs> He lands on Navarro. His his best friends, Grief Karga and Cardoon, are there. And the fish boy. And the fish boy. But he's later. He's later. But he's there. He's good. He's there. He's on the planet. They all say welcome. Come on. We'll repair your ship. We'll have our best guys on it. And immediately it cuts to this guy looking really shady. A really cool alien design. It's kind of this kind of fishy looking guy with big eyes. Yeah. Who's clearly a spy and later is a spy, so maybe he's not their best guy. Was that this species of I think it was a whole new creature. Was it the species of... I can't remember his name, but it's the Sith Lord artifact collector in episode 9, and they're looking for his ship. Oh! What is his name? Oh my gosh, there's been O. Uchi. Uchi. Is, is that the Uchi, Uchi species? I don't think so. Okay. There was more of a... It was a metal kind of face thing, and also he was orange. We never did, we never did see Uchi... I don't know if we ever saw him alive, did we? In my head, he looked like that. Cool. That's actually really... Hey, you know what? Actually, that's a hats off if that's what happened. <laughs> I kind of respect that. Good for them. Anyway, clearly this is going on. And Mandalorian's going, what's going on here? I didn't sign up for this. And they're saying, we, we got to go. We got to take you. Oh, there was actually some really good talking here. You, you missed all of this. It was amazing. Did I? It was incredible. Where, where, where did I go? You were just tuned out. Cool. Here's the, problem. Here's the problem though I forgot it <laughs> It was really good lore It was great lore It was so good They were walking And they were talking Cool No hold on Hold on Nope I got it I got it Nope Green Carter was just talking about how The New Republic Is just getting in our way Out here in the Outer Rim They should just leave The Outer Rim alone mm-hmm. No The Empire couldn't control us Why the, Why does the New Republic Think they control, control us They should just leave us alone Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. That was really cool. Because Greek Karga, right? This kind of in the spirit of Lando, not just in skin color, but of also <laughs> wow. the way he carries himself. Mm-hmm. The kind of this double dealing kind of mm-hmm. slimy guy, but also he is redeemed. He is redeemed. Um, you know, he's kind of like this is my world. This is I can, I can handle this. I can govern this. I can, this can be my little place. Conservative ethic. Conservative, <laughs> as you can say. Anyway, they go inside and they say, "Oh, this is this is this is Werner Herzog's office." And you can tell Dan goes, he's a little tense. He opens the door and it's a school. It's a school. It's a school. And who is teaching in the class? C-3PO. C-3PO. <laughs> it's a brown, it's a brown rusty protocol droid. And it's not rusty. They have a smart board. It's rust colored. Rust colored. They have a smart. Is it kind of the Geonosis? It is. Yeah. Color paint. Totally. Cool. Good call. Um, there's if you if you open the Crayola box and you pull that up, it says Geonosis. Geonosis. Yeah. Star Wars crayons. That's genius. That is a good. That's idea. genius. That's a really good idea. Yoda green. We'll keep brown. Purple mace window. Pur- pur- <laughs> I tripped. I got you there. I Lightsaber you colors. That's I, great. I set you up. You <laughs> I did. You walked straight into the trap. <laughs> You're welcome. I didn't do anything. I didn't. You say laughed. It. You. Sm- you <laughs> I didn't say anything. Um. Yeah, that'd be good. 
Anywho, the smart boards is a, it's kind of like one of the rebellion battle plans, except blue. I thought that was weird. Anyway, school and Star Wars. I went, hmm, cool. <clears throat> anyway, I think before that, though, you kind of get to see this accountant that Grief Card keeps around. It's the same blue guy that we hate from season one. But now I liked him. However, he's kind of demurred now. He's kind of like, apparently, it's it's in this. Here's what it is in this episode, which has already set up a comedic tone with the meerkat, and with the school Mm -hmm. being kind of cute and funny. The fish man just works in this episode. In this world, much more rather than this serious. I'm gonna take you in. I think Carl Weathers understood the fish man. He understood Mithral. Mithral. It was a good name. I thought that was his species last time. Was he wearing... His name is Mithril. Is he wearing chainmail underneath? Mithril? Mithril? Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, o- over his beard gut? Isn't Mithril um, also a strong metal in Inkscape? Yeah, Mithril's kind of a, one of those... Non- it's kind of like... Medieval it is kind of transcended, such as elf and dwarf, to just be a fantasy archetype I at this it. point. I love it. Um, it's cool because, obviously, Mithril is kind of... Hesitant around Dan, but he says, Creep says, no, oh no, he did, he did, he did some creative accounting for me. He ran off and uh, you brought him back. He has, he has 300 years left to serve. But he's paying his serve. debt. He's paying his debt. I, I thought about that for a little bit. I don't know. I, I liked it. touched it. You. Grief, a little bit. Grief Karga is giving this man a job. Yeah. But also he's enslaved. Debt slave. But he's giving this man a job. Indentured servitude. Sure. Look, indentured servitude but also, is but then, fine. I, then I got to thinking... <laughs> In Grief Karga's mind, he's probably going, I could free this man. You could have some kind of activist come on this planet. That would be a good episode. New free Re- him. New Republic activist comes and says, you got to free this guy. Wrong. You're oppressing him. He's, de- he's a dead slave. And Grief Karga goes, you don't understand. This guy's a criminal. He's not ready for society. Yeah. He will be indebted to me, and, and he will earn his way, and then he'll be prepared. So you're saying indentured servitude is a good thing. I didn't say that. I'm saying it has more merits than slavery. Okay, you could say that. Would you agree? I'm saying it's obviously true. I found the story so interesting. I wrote this entire subplot in my Good head. Good for you. I liked it. Good for you. Thank you. Hmm. And then I think, I think here we get. Are you good? No. <laughs> What's happening? I'm just tired. I can tell. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Cardin turned to the map. Cartoon turned on a map and it reveals that they've been cleared out the city of Navarro. It's green. But over there there's some red. There's well there's she an Imperial holdout. Very astutely she says, This is the green area. <laughs> That's where we are. And it is green. It's safe. And then it shows the Imperial area and it's red. She goes, This is the red area. That's the red area. We don't go there. <laughs> she is the marshal. I didn't, I didn't we didn't mention that. She's the marshal. That's her title. Oh, okay. Marshal Caradine. It's like the first episode. Anyway, uh yeah, that's kinda cool. And Dan starts to realize he's kind of getting he's kind of getting pulled into here, pulled into something. And Griefer says, "Dude, look, your ship's getting repaired. You don't have anything else to do. Help us out, please." And Dan goes, "Okay." So baby, baby needs to be put somewhere, right? And he says, "In the school, empty seat in the school. Might as well learn something." Good, sure. good dad. An infant is placed in fifty-year-old infant. Fifty-year-old infant, but he but he has the mind of an infant. Cannot speak. Cannot understand anything. I believe... Is placed in third grade. I believe that if you read science textbooks to a baby, they're going to be smart. I believe that. That's that's what's happening here. Sure, they don't understand what's happening. But the whole scene kind of then becomes around this this nice boy eating blue chips. Blue gum chips. I think they're cookies. Cookies. They've been called cookies. 
It looked like a vanilla wafer, but blue. Yuda wants a cookie. You have you ever had a vanilla wafer? We see an episode. Oh, I love blue. I love blue so much. Blue one. Once you have one, you can't stop. Sure. You were you've been a slave to that thing, to vanilla wafers. Maybe don't. Vanilla maybe wafers. Don't eat those. Um, I'm good. Um, Yoda episode five. We know that when he gets hungry, he's kind of cranky. And we see here, Baby Yoda wants a cookie. Yeah. The boy will not give him a cookie for whatever reason. He just says no, no. That part's really funny. And Yoda goes, "What?" Force he pull. Uses the force for his his own gain, his own personal then, gain. If I remember correctly, the look on the kid's face was not anger; it was the look. I I read it as I will never accomplish anything in my life. <laughs> of just kind of realizing how can I how can I beat a world where that exists? You know, how can I win? <laughs> this being is so far beyond me. Exactly. And it's just that's, a baby. That's what I got. That's what I got from that. Interesting. But also this this scene, if I remember correctly, it went on for like two minutes. And I remember that was a problem. I remember the pacing. I remember the scene. Sure. It was like this is just like with the earlier scene with the the mechanic. It was funny, and then it just kept going. And we're going, all right, mm-hmm. okay, the cookies. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, ha. yep. Ha-ha. So anyway, I could have had more cookies. More scene. Could have been the whole episode, honestly. Honestly, a whole a whole episode maybe it'll be. I'm telling you, we, we keep saying it would be pretty good. good. Yeah. Um, well, more more information though on the side quest. So, as we know, Moff Gideon and the Quiet were both Imperial forces that were stationed on Navarro. We get, we actually don't know if Moff Gideon was there, but the Quiet was. Since since the battle was in season one, and since um, Cardi was a marshal, she's basically cleared everything out. However, there's this a weird abandoned refinery that's actually completely still run it's completely just it's completely run and operated by imperial still and grief Carter's fear is that once the gangs defeat them they'll have this great stronghold and they can strip mine it and they'll be ready to take navarro back mm-hmm. we can't have that that's kind of what i got from that is that what you got yeah, sure sure yeah okay. mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, I, just remember, I just remember thinking why are the imperials still here they got right out of town i, I was i was just confused that they were still there but i guess in season episode Eight doesn't IG eleven kill them all? Because I guess them? not. Because remember they they get blasted and they go down in the sewers. There's still a billion stormtroopers there. I don't know. Navarro, we never see where the ships come from. Navarro's confusing. I don't know. I don't know. We never see where all that comes from. That's true. No, remember, remember the, the true transports? They just land. They, they just land. Though. They don't. We don't see where they come from. That's true. You know it. You were right. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. We see these boys get in a speeder, and it turns out they, they won Mithril Drive, Getaway Driver. And he's not very happy about this. He's kind of cracking wise. It was kind of funny. He was kind of, he's nervous. And I think Grief Carter said, we'll knock off 50 years of your, of your debt. Dead. And they're driving to this, just kind of in this ravine, and there's just a door. And they park. He says, there's locked, one open. And Grief Carter says, I'll pay you. Three more years if you uh, open the door of your plasma cutter. He says, this uh, plasma cutter is not rated for, it's rated for light p- pipe maintenance. <laughs> Meantime, Dan just uses his jetpack to go up to this landing platform and just starts throwing starters down. So that's funny. They get in the elevator Hilarious. and they go up. You, hey, you were the one who said this was funny. You were the one. They get in the elevator, they go up, they get in the base. And I'll be honest, at this point in the episode, my relation gets a little hazy. There's a lot of hallways. Because once you get in there, you start to realize, okay, they got they got the hallway set, and they they kind of have like three or four different bits where they're just kind of, mm-hmm. 
<laughs> it's all just Death Star stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, they're just creeping around. It, it's funny. It's fun. They're, they're, they're a fun team. But it's hallway still. You, well, it's, it's hallway and then they're above the lava pit. I remember, though, you were frothing in the mouth when you saw the kind of trapezoid Imperial Corridor with the rock poking out. I liked it. <laughs> well, no, no, it's not. No, it's, the rock wasn't poking out. The wall was the rock. And it was just interesting because it, yeah. it wasn't just a hallway anymore. It was this base is unique because it's delved into the rock. Yeah. And I don't remember exactly why, but there was a point to that base being inside the mountain because they went in the lava room and interesting. they, they, they did ne- a thing. They never explained <laughs> that. They could have because maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe they're trying to hide... Because we learned later that there's a lab. Maybe they're trying to hide the heat signatures and life forms of... Could be. They're clones. Could be. Maybe they're trying to do that and the, the magma kind of... Yeah. Obscurification. Sure. Uh, Obscurification. <laughs> that's, that's, that's why Palpatine... Obs- he, he circled Mustafar seven times. Obscurification. <laughs> Palpatine circled Mustafar 15 times looking for Anakin. You can find Ob- him. Obfuscation is the word. Obscurification. <laughs> anyway, but it literally plays off the, like you said, the, the New Hope beat. Because they have to go in, like you said, over the magma pit. And he has to walk over. Just, no. he, and Mithril goes, there's no guardrails. <laughs> he has to climb over and go, boom. But what, what he's doing here is he's yeah. destabilizing the magma control generator. Yeah. Of course. Of course. And then, again, correct me if I'm wrong here, but then there's just kind of just pew, 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 fight, 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 fun, fun. I remember there was a scene where they're just kind of in a control room and there's just an imperial dude and he looks well dressed and I just go so they're abandoned? no this looks looks nice anyway then they get to this room and there's something really interesting about this room it's open and there's a desk and there's a rolly chair I don't know if you saw there's a rolly chair yeah. it's a literal office chair you didn't like that I didn't like that we don't need we don't need rolly chairs in Star Wars okay <laughs> you saw episode 2 we saw that when people put their minds to chairs there's some real animations that can be made Star Wars episode 2 hover Attack chairs clones? hover chairs Yoda yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the Jedi Temple Council Room. There's like nice, Those are good chairs, nice throne beanbags. Yeah. Love that. Sure, I love that. We see some chairs on Naboo. They're good. They're and thrones. Those are ornate. Rolling chair. Anyway, who cares? Yeah, they get killed really quick. They get from Office Depot. They get killed really quick, and they shoot the, the terminals to block the information. And they start to realize, wait a second, this is not just a garrison. This is a lab. Because they look, we look out. Well, one room was a lab. One room's a lot. They didn't really <laughs> have that up at all, did they? We look, we look out, and we see there's kind of six windows, and they kind of have this frost. There's kind of some weird liquid. Mm-hmm. We see some life forms. Something's floating in there, floating. and we... And then, he presses play. Yeah. And an old friend, an old friend of ours that we like. Well, we don't like him, but he was an interesting character. The scientist from episode three. Mm-hmm. Season one. Season one. He's got the glasses. He's got the plot is what he's got. And he says, look, man, we've been trying to make these experiments work. We ran out of blood from the donor, but that was all the blood I could take. He, he was kind of making excuses. It was kind of funny. He said, look, the M count. There's no subject that has the M count as high as that donor did. And without the M count, it's not even worth, it's not even worth transfusing. So M count clearly means the Mandalorian. Midichlorians. Midichlorians. Yeah. It was funny to me that they didn't just kind of own up and say midichlorians. I think that was like a focus tested thing of like, we don't, we don't like midichlorians. Well, no, there's something to it because it's, science is it's, more of a science it's thing. Not, you can't just say midichlorians. Why not? Oh, because it's not about do you have midichlorians because everybody has midichlorians. But the point is... M count. M count. So M count is midichlorian count. So why don't you say midichlorian count? Because it's too much. The Empire wants to... I liked it, honestly. It was cool. 
Because the Empire appreciate it. wants to... Yeah, number one, they want to destroy the Jedi. Cool. So it's destroying the language of the old culture, for one. But also the Empire, they they have no culture. They file things down into just perfect efficiency. Yeah, yeah that's the, true. The way our language does today, Don't eat that. M. M count. <laughs> M count. And it focuses... It misses the point of the midichlorians. It's not, yeah. how many, it's not how many you have. Okay. It's what you do with them. Kind of, kind of. I'm just saying Anakin's had a high M count and it worked out for him. It worked out eventually. He saved the galaxy after destroying it. Anyway, um... So who's the donor? Baby Yoda. But Baby Yoda does not have a high enough M count. He had a high... So, sorry. What I believe he said is they're, they're, doing, they're messing around with clones. Yeah. As posted. They're mucking around with clones. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta transfuse him with blood of a high enough M count. However, we were only able to get a little bit of blood from the donor without killing it last time. So until we get the donor which has the high enough M count, there's no there's no point in continuing these studies. So they don't even want the child anymore. No, I'm sorry, I'm not being clear. They need the child because why? If you remember, if you remember, <laughs> episode three, he's taking a blood sample, and you can tell it's hurting the baby. And then he, he beats up the scientist and says, stop. Mm-hmm. So obviously what they would hope to do would be either to take all the baby's blood mm-hmm. or, I don't know, hook him up to an IV chamber, feed him blue milk from an IV. Here's an idea. Blood, blood, blood. Here's an idea. Yeah. Anakin Skywalker. Okay. Say more. Get him. He's dead. You can find him. You can find him somewhere. He's been reborn somewhere. <laughs> uh, 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 another sand planet. I got you. But it was cool. So they, they finally, finally we begin to say... Biggest question we have in season one is why does the Empire want the baby? And all of a sudden we see there's a science experiment. And to me, what was clear to me, what I thought was clear, what I, what I theorized, my theorems, was that this is the Emperor. They're trying, they're trying to clone the Emperor. However, it was later that I started to think that probably is not it. However, in that moment, I kind of started, I started to think of... What else could it be, though? We got to save it. I, I have an answer. I have an answer. Well, how about now? Keep you in suspense. Hmm? Wouldn't you enjoy being in suspense? No. But I'll I'll suffer in attack in Jedi, uh, Jedi Knight Outcasts. This great <laughs> two. two Star Wars game, Jedi Knight Two Jedi Outcast. Thank you. Full title. There are these opponents. There's two forms of opponents you face there. The Rakshi, the Imperial, <laughs> Imperial, <laughs> Imperial Remnant. Imperial there's, Rakshi. There, there's this ancient lore in the old old Republic, the Jedi and Sith War. This is back when the Sith were not bound by numbers. It was just Jedi and Sith. It was just tribes. Before the Abacus. Oh, sure. <laughs> well, basically, Darth Bane convinces the Sith to create what is known as the Thought Bomb. It's where, I've heard it is this. where all Sith combine their force efforts to create a nuclear explosion that will kill everything. They don't, they don't realize that they're going to die, but they do. Stupid. In that battle, this one place becomes so infused with the force, it creates a beam. It's called the Valley of the Jedi. And, and through that, Darth Bane is able to, to knock out all the Sith, knock out all competition, and all the dark side flows to him. It's amazing. Good, good call. I can tell you're not impressed, but it was a good story. <laughs> anyway, in that game, I enjoyed it. Kyle Katarn goes to the Valley of the Jedi and he drinks the power of it. However, by going there, you can drink it in Dark Force. Actually, the Valley of the Jedi is is first in Dark Force Star Jedi Dark Forces, where Jarek, this Dark Jedi, he's able to kind of get people to go in in the Valley of the Jedi to get power, Force power. Happens again, Jedi Outcast, because by going there, Kyle Katarn gets tracked, and these reborn warriors, these these apocalypse of the Sith, become basically Sith apprentices because they're now they're imbued with the Force. 
But then that wasn't good enough for Dasam, the the uh, I'm doing long, sorry. The main antagonist of the game. He creates something called Shadow Troopers. Okay. These force these force sensitive being soldiers with red lightsabers and black armor. Because mm. the last shot of this episode is Moth Gideon going, Yes, shiny. And he pulls back and you see, <laughs> you see all these black uniforms. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I start to go, hmm, this could be the Emperor he's, he's trying to make here. But then again, the black uniforms. They look really cool. They're death troopers or something. We don't get close with the helmet. They're just, so you think they're cloning they're for a super super army? I think he's making he's making a, a new elite force of force users. Interesting. That'd be really cool. I'm in for that. We never get a good look at the clone in the lab. We don't. It's just a weird kind I, of. But they're playing off. I think my reaction to pe- people Snoke people thinking it's Snoke episode it's the nine. Emperor. Yeah. Because immediately I go, oh crap! So the emperor can't come back without a high. He needs this donor. He needs. He needs some sort of a starting place. He needs this M count. He needs a, a being with enough force potential in order to hold his consciousness, in order to hold... It's stupid, I'm sorry. But I'm trying. It's, this, is, this is pulpy. People in the EU thought cloning Palpatine was stupid. The EU is stupid because of cloning Palpatine. It's the Dark Force... The there, dark, there are dark many Empire. reasons the EU is stupid. Dark Empire storyline, which you love, apparently. You read it in a, in a supermarket. I did not love it. It was your first... First EU thing, though. My first EU. In the comics. Was I, I got a Dark Empire. I got it. a Star Wars comic. You loved it. And I read it, and I saw Luke Skywalker turn to the dark side. Just for, like, a, a comic, though. What's the issue? And, they were, and Palpatine was back, and I just went, Star Wars is that's stupid. not Star Wars. And I closed it. And then you watched episode eight, and you went, oh. Episode eight. That was even the worse. Last Jedi. Yeah. And you went... Oh. The Last Jedi. I didn't know how good that I had it. I didn't know how, how good I had it. Right. Dark Empire. Anyway... It's better than these. It's cool because there's there's the music's getting kind of, and I sort of think this is the emperor. And again, all of a sudden the show is intrigue. I sort of think, what is this? This yeah. is cool. Yeah. And all of a sudden, but again, it's not information though because they're connecting it to this this burning question I've always had. Totally. To the plot. Of totally. How will Moff Gideon take back the galaxy? Well, it's also connected to what is the child? What's <laughs> yeah. the point? Yeah. So anyway, that was very really cool. And then all of a sudden, the thing car- the place starts to destabilize. A little bit. The thing in the place. They, they start shooting some more. And then, well, stormtroopers just show up and start shooting is what it that's is. That's right. Yeah. You've had enough exposition. Time to shoot. Yeah. They start to fight again, and they're able to get to this top level. The mouth breathers went, uh, I'm bored. <laughs> I was mouth breathing. Where's the lasers? They uh, get to the top after throwing some stormtroopers in the lava. I remember that. It was funny. They get to the top, and the Mandalorian kind of goes on his own little side quest. He goes... <laughs> he just he, runs away. He throws, off Mandal- he throws down stormtroopers, and you go... I guess the Mandalorian's gone. But there's a really good shot of, of him flying away. Yeah. Isn't that's true. You're right. Yeah. He, he, just, he just runs. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Jump. It's good. It's great. Um, and the other guys, Reef Karga, Cardoon, Mithril. Mithral. Who could be generously called the B team. The B. <laughs> these, are, these are not your A team. I'd say so. Have you, do you ever watch the A team growing up? That's no, a good show. I never that's did. Show. I never did. That's a good show. You'd like that. Okay. Anyway, they're, they're kind of. That's the one with Liam Neeson. That's the... I hate you. <laughs> anyway, um, they're kind of pinned down by all these troopers. And um, Greek Carter says, okay, there's a... No, Cardoon finds this truck. She gets in it. He says, hey guys, come on in. Well, I think you're leaving something out. Their Please. speeder gets busted. Right? Not yet. Oh, it's coming. They, they crush it. You forget. I remember now. They're pinned down, and then they see this. You call it a truck. It's uh, it's like a, a U-Haul, a hover tank, because it's got guns on it. That's true. 
Sure. Uh, you but I, I remember two. I remember two. Again, I'm so sorry, viewers. We watched this. Yes, we watched this yesterday, and a lot has happened between now and yesterday, involving our country's we, soul. We've seen a lot. We've seen a lot. Anyway, we saw a riot police today. They were friendly. They were. They were good. People. Honestly, they were cool. Anyway, Empire's <laughs> great. You should have that. Okay. I like to wear that armor. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is, I remember having the reaction of there was some good tactics here, that they're able to the to get in this sled. And they go, oh, this works because of this. I remember, I remember there was a lot of cool gamesmanship of this works for that, they works for that. So anyway, they get on the sled. <laughs> they try and drive for the door, but the door is closing. And then you see, you see the, they were kind of mounting a counterattack. So then they just drive off the edge of this installation. And they crush their speeder. <laughs> they just... <laughs> and then your favorite shot. These Imperials. CGI Stormtroopers. CGI Imperial Skytroopers, who you immediately said, CGI. And I went, really? It was a Stormtrooper. They were Skytroopers, weren't they? It was Stormtrooper. The first one was Stormtrooper. Okay, cool. And they jump on, they jump on speeder bikes, and they just kind of, they kind of just follow him over the cliff, and... It's really good. It's a cool sequence, because yeah. the shooting is locked up, because like you said, it's all CGI. Mm-hmm. And... Well, look, two guys just get wiped out. They just, they can't handle it. Well, it feels so good, because the rest of the show is so handheld and lazy. Yeah. Because they just got a background. They got a TV wall. Why does the handheld <clears throat> come across as cheap and bad? Can you explain that? I mean, we've talked about it numerous times. Have we? Yeah. How about one more time? Um, I don't know. Um, you got... Look, it's good to compose an image to say this guy's over here. Artistically, I think this should be here. This should be here. It's all balanced. Um, I don't have to hide behind something. I don't have to be shaky to add tension. It's just the scene blocking is really good. And with painterly compositions, the action plays out with tension. You can do camera moves and stuff, but it's, they're always solid. They're concise. Look, it's exactly how the, the Kray Dragon scene was. It was awesome. It was great. Solid camera moves. Great dolly in. Solid. Reminded me of Clone Wars. Locked off shots. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, when you have a cheaper budget, you start to go, hmm, I can open up my F-stop. and We don't need, we don't need to light it. If I kind of just kind of put this kind of cool out of focus thing in the foreground and we, we have this video wall so we don't really have a background so we can't really compose an image with depth so we can just kind of I can just kind of float with it it's not really a shot but it's just mm. there's stuff in it it's an image there's there's subjects it's an image with a blurry foreground and then a blurry character background. and then a blurry background exactly F 1.2 so when you enter the world of the computer you just go who needs that and you can just do whatever you want all the elements are just gelled we start to learn the bokeh always looks better in green screen. We start to, we start to learn these. The video wall is we great. We noticed that. The video wall is great. However, we can always, we're getting better at, you and I, me, me more than you, gotta be honest, getting better at what telling us that's a wall. I'm seeing a wall. I surpassed you. You've not. With, gre- with green screen, you're able to kind of do this kind of sweetening and post where the world just kind of naturally leads into the other. Because we, re- we rewatched episode three again. And we went. Revenge of the Sith. We went. Perfect. That film ages. What's wrong like, with this? No. That film ages like five, fine wine. Fine wine. Mmm. I love it. I love it. Um, anywho, this was a, there was a great little action beat here where they're they're just jumping on the cliff and two guys bump into there and just explode. The Empire's just pretty stupid, frankly. But anyway, I like the shot from behind the speeder bikes as they yeah. careen over the cliff. It was great, and they're weaving in and out of these rock right. pillars. It was just all, it was a throwaway action movie that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I think four of them get out, and Grief Car gets on this on this tank. <laughs> He's able to shoot two of them. However, two of them are really smart, and they're able to kind of break off formation. And Grief Karga, in being a complete idiot, doesn't, <laughs> just, doesn't just choose one, and he's, I don't know what I do with them. They're able to get on the sides. One climbs up. The other one starts to shoot into the cockpit. They dispatch that one, but the other one's on top. He's, he's about to drop a grenade. 
into the cockpit. All of a sudden, Greekar turns the gun around. Finally, what are you doing? Taking a nap back there? Shoots the guy off. We think we're safe. And all of a sudden, we see these TIE fighters go. And we see their, their wings go. They open up. And all of a sudden, they're under air attack. And they're pretty much doomed. Griefcar is not able to get a royal lock on any of these guys. And they're kind of out for the count, frankly. I don't remember. I think, I think they're, they actually get a direct hit and they shoot the gun. Right? The turret. Sure. <laughs> you were checked out. Anyway, um, and then all of a sudden, a friend. Hey, we forgot. It was in the episode. Mandalorian. <laughs> he does come back. He comes back in his Razor Crest. He's able to shoot one or two of them. And there's some great dogfights here. You love these dogfights. Do you love the dogfights? Yeah, I do. He the takes best one part th- is when they the the Razor Crest and the Tie Fighter are flying straight at each other, and they're both doing a corkscrew. Oh, I think only the only Razor Crest is doing a corkscrew, right? He's he's only smart enough because the Tie Fighter gets a lock on the Razor Crest, and they're both. By the way, they're both way in the atmosphere, right? So there's a it feels like they're falling down, and we have these really cool Christopher Nolan style shots where they're bolted onto the onto the. The ship, so you can really you, you can feel the speed of this whole thing, right? I felt it. You you were shaking, <laughs> and Razor Crest starts to just spin. It's this heavy ship, and you're like, "What is he doing?" But the laser's going. He gets closer and closer and closer and closer, and in the last second, the Razor Crest nails him and flies through the debris. Sweet, awesome, great dogfight. There's been some good. The, the, the dogfights dog fights are better in season two because yeah. they embrace CG. Look, CG is not your enemy. Practical effects are awesome. They're awesome, and they're really important. They're really important for making your actors feel like they know what's going on. That's mm-hmm. important. You should always do that. However, they, they look terrible sometimes. <laughs> you got you got I remember I was watching episode one again because a friend was asking me to look at something again. And I looked at Baby Yoda, and it was so clear that Baby Yoda was going... Animated? It was just, it was just a puppet. It oh. was so clear he had the eyelids going... Oh, look, it was fine. I believe the character, so it's no problem. But mm-hmm. it looked real. Where spaceships, they have to look real. I don't buy it. So, episode was season two, or episode one, season one, season two. Yeah, season okay. two. Sorry, because anyway. I think looking at, just thinking back to season one, episode one, it was best season looked right. Yes, I think it that. was CG there, or it was some kind of mixture. It actually, Mixed. it looked really good there. Yeah, Dave Filoni, good old job, Dave. Anyway, good action. Good. action. It was great, and nice speeder bike chase with a cool new. <laughs> I mean, this, the thing that I kind of like about the tank was it, it, it looked kind of dopey. It was pretty dopey. <laughs> it was dopey, and but there was just something about it that I liked. It was scrappy. I, I I believed in it in the way that last episode, the new Star Cruiser, whatever it was, I didn't believe in that one. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know what you know what I'm talking about? I do because. It feels like it has a role within this refinery. Yeah. It feels kind of flat, squatty. Maybe it moves crates. Maybe yeah. It go, maybe it can withstand lava. Sure. Maybe it's the lava vehicle. That's know. cool. I don't know. Lava submarine. Lava submarine. <laughs> Take me to the planet. Cool. <laughs> Ooh, Palpatine's down there. Oh, we totally missed something, by the way. Palpatine's down there in an egg. He's matching my planet. Yes. Actually, really cool. Um, I remember Mandalorian, when he was watching the, the scientist, he says, this must be an old recording. Moff Gideon is dead. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. again, to us, it's for us, we've never doubted for a second that Moff Gideon's alive, but the show has to kind of quickly dispense with this fiction that mm-hmm. Mandalorian believes. And he goes, no, this was three days ago. So this plan is being accelerated. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting. Um, interesting. It, and this is where the show gets, the ending of the show gets, gotta be honest, kind of weird. Because 
the car doing stuff. The Mandalorian, kind of. The Mandalorian, in this, in the breath of this massive um, canyon chase, was somehow able to jetpack all the way back to the village. Grab Baby Yoda. Grab Baby Yoda. Grab Razor Crest. Load up with a Razor Crest, which has been fixed. Mm -hmm. And take off. Mm-hmm. And I just went, that does not work out time-wise. Who cares? But anyway, you, you kind of go, okay. That's, the, a, that's a Dark Knight Rises it's, time thing. It's a, it's a uh, episode seven from season one where people are just... Remember that? Where it takes a whole day for them to get from Razor Crest to Navarro. Then it takes oh, yeah. an hour for them to speed yeah. Razor Crest there. And then it takes two minutes for IG. Anyway, stupid. Um, it's TV. Who cares? They should care. They probably should care. We've gone on at length about that. I'm sorry. Um, it's where I go, and then you're like, oh, the, the, the heroes are going to hang out and have a nice time. No. They, Grief Carter calls the Mandalorian radio and says, hey, come on down for a drink. Great job. Great job, friend. That's a good impression. Um, and he says, no, I got to go. And uh, Grief Carter says, all right, we'll see you later. Where does he have to go? He's, <laughs> I think he said he's, he's got to keep moving. I remember that was really lame. Gotta keep looking for Jedi. It was really lame. Or Mandalorians, which is it? Whatever it is, I don't care. Next episode we'll find out. Oh, that was really lame, gotta be honest. However, then we cut back to the planet, and it's kind of interesting, because then we get the New Republic guys show up, and they go, we heard there was some sort of a disturbance here. Uh, I'm a, I'm a veteran from the uh, Clone Wars, uh, Cardoon. From Alderaan. Good job. Yeah, oh, that's right, so... He's asking Grief Carter for his report, and as Grief Carter is, he's not cooperating, so he goes, okay. Uh, he goes to Cardoon and says, we could really use you, you know? People don't realize, this is, this is some galore, too. You said, you said this actor was terrible, though. He was pretty bad. Yes. Yes. He was bad. He's a fat Asian man. Yes. Look, I don't know the why. Santa Claus. I don't he was know why. Asian Santa. I don't know why he had to bring race into it. Interesting. But you did. Hey, look, I've never seen Asian Santa. It was, it was interesting. It's time. America's ready. But he was a bad actor. Why, why, do, why do Republican people have to just wear their flight suits? They look stupid. They look very stupid. Um, anyway, she said, he says to her, look, Cardoon, you know, you fought with us before. We need you again. You, they don't, people are not listening to us. They don't realize the outer rim. It's not, as, it's not in control. People, we don't have it in the lock as we think we do. There's, there, are, there are forces out here. Mm-hmm. And if we're not careful, they're going to take over mm-hmm. again. And they do. It's first order. Mm-hmm. Everything that was, that was great. I wish there was more context of this, though, because, again, you have the isolationist attitude. Conservative ethic, mine would say. Nationalist pride. See, Bannon. Of, oh, of wow. Ricardo saying, hey, look, we don't need the New Republic. But the New Republic is saying, look, we don't want a police of the outer rim, but look, someone's coming. It's Hamilton. Oh? That's, the, that's Hamilton. Say more. Hamilton's, okay, well. Hamilton's idea was uh, these states have to form a confederation of some kind yeah. or. Uh, we'll be destroyed. We'll be destroyed. We will destroy ourselves. We will actually. be destroyed. We will destroy ourselves. We did it. Got him. Okay. Hamilton was, Hamilton was a very smart guy. Anyway, this was a good little scene, and he, he she says, he says, yeah, you were from Alderaan, right? So yeah, did you did you lose anybody? She says, I lost everyone. Yeah, dude, it's Alderaan. And he, she, he goes, and it's weird because he's older and kind of played as wiser, but he goes, yeah, sorry about that. And he, he well, takes they're both a, from Alderaan. Really? Is he too? That's what he said. Interesting. Okay, I guess I missed that. Did you lose anybody? In that <laughs> yeah. cataclysmic. Planet world ending, world ending. <laughs> and he, he just takes out this medal. Yeah, it was, and we never got a good look at it. it had the Republic sigil on it, and I guess it was a hey, thanks for your help during the Empire. It was a Pentagon with the with the uh, the rebellion crest on it. I feel pretty strongly that there were six sides actually. Really? Can I be asked? 
I don't think so. I, no, I think it was a Pentagon. It was very weird. There was a shot of him giving it to her, and then there was never a shot of it again. And I just went, what? I, is, I need to see that. Is again. that commentary on how the New Republic has become kind of like the U.S. Pentagon, the industrial military complex? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. But all I know is this part's so weird because I set up this thing at the very end. And then he walks away, and the Meerkat's back. The Meerkat's we back. We did mention it, but it looks like you stop motion. There's some weird animation thing that I can't tell. Either they wanted to move it's really fast. animatronic or, it's, or stop it's motion. It's weird. Yeah. Probably animatronic puppet thing. I mentioned this to you, but both with Greek Cardo, mainly here with Cardo in the last shot of the episode, the way they're shooting Cardo, we're pulling back from her. It's full body. It's, it's golden sun. I just go, is this the end of her story? It doesn't make sense. But I just, the way they're shooting it, the way, are we going to see these characters again this season? It just, yeah. felt, it just felt like... Is it, what's the end of the episode? Oh, come on. Interface with me here. Please. No. Please. The way they were shooting it, it just felt like... It felt like something's done. I didn't, I didn't understand it. It was your, your hero shot. It was your final shot. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. I, yeah. I thought that it was just trying to set up... This is some sort of deep decision for her. Do I, do I join the Republic or not? Sure. I, actually, I respect that she didn't. I like that she found her purpose. I don't know what she chose here because the the oh. show just ended. That's true. We could just see did she pick in, up the medal or not? We don't. It was, we could just see her in an orange suit next episode. Sure. Hey guys, I like mm-hmm. the episode. That, that ending was terrible. Well, it, it was more of the show. We forgot. We already talked about that scene, but yeah, okay. The ending with Cardin was, was terrible. To space. All of a sudden, we get kind of a spaceball shot where it's just this long ship. Yeah. And we cut to Brie Larson in Imperial Guard uniform. Brie Larson. Is that Brie Larson? But it looks like her. It doesn't, but it does. go ahead. Go you ahead. are angry today. Anyway, it was funny. Uh, and he's, she's like, yes, did you? Did the spy it make contact? It looks nothing like Brie did Larson. Did the sky make contact with the, with the Razor Crest? And you see the Ochi. Ochi goes, yes, yes, master. That person? Yes, master, my lord. And then Brie Larson says, perfect. I'll go to, I'll go see, uh, what's his face, Gus from Breaking Ben. And he goes in this cool red room. And he says, hey, we, we're tracking him. We're going to get this blood. <laughs> we're going to get that. We're going to get the client. And Junior Cargo goes, and then Muffkin goes, good. And we, he looks at this, this, he's in this red room, a bunch of black suits. And I went, cool. Cool. I'm teased. <laughs> Story's happening. And it's only episode four. I definitely did not think that they would be, that the clones would be used for these things. Yeah. Until you said that. It took me a while to put it together. It's kind of cool. I, I think this was going to happen. But the clones didn't look human. In in their in their it is unclear if they're clones. Back to chambers. To, to say they might not be clones, they could be being transfused. We have to we have to acknowledge that these could be science experiments because he he mentions that the subjects will not survive transfusion. And I went, if they're clones, why why, why are they needing to be transfused? But I think it might be more because clones makes more sense for emperor. So I had to get that out of my mind. I mean, they're just they're willing volunteers who are saying, hey, look, I'll join your holy army, I'll do what it takes, and maybe some of them died. That's what I believe. They're, they're, What's the transfusion for then? Force. Force. Get some force out of there, put it in there, and then. Uh... But you're also in the tank. The tank also, there's, there's a gel. All I know is the Watson Navarro did not seem like a big deal, which I thought that was weird. I remember Moff Gideon, there's never a part where he responds to the Watson Navarro, his secret cl- science factory, which was also, by the way, in one room. So maybe that was not a big loss. Mm. That was kind of weird, I remember. I don't know if you felt that way. It was weird because, look, why would the Imperials have one science outpost on a highly populated planet that is not no longer controlled by them holding one of their most important science experiments? It didn't make sense. Of course it didn't make sense. 
But hey, I want to. Hey, none I'm, of this makes sense. I want to be generous. Generous. I mean, this is this is a better episode. The story was progressed. Yeah. I have lots of predictions. The uncharitable reading of of the story progressions in this episode is that should have been in season one. They wait. We obviously yes. Uh, that's not even uncharitable. How cool have they been? They've been so. That's cool. not even uncharitable. That's just real. Obvious. But the uncharitable reading is that they waited until episode nine came out to get the reaction from that to go, oh, people wanted more explanation for the emperor. We'll do that over here. People wanted more explanation for the emperor. Duh. That that's the uncharitable reading. Yeah. That is the the. And, I, and I've never been let down by corporate stupidity, so I'm kind of leaning towards that, honestly. Well, it's gonna be kind of. This is kind of cool now, and, and in fact, now I kind of don't understand why they did it because they're gonna, she's gonna he's gonna go see Ahsoka. And Ahsoka's gonna mention he's gonna mention to Ahsoka the science experiment, and all of a sudden I think that that'll kind of make Ahsoka take more of an active interest in the plot, and she'll kind of maybe even be with him for a few episodes because it's like, whoa, look, we gotta protect this child because if the Empire gets his hands on it, game over, dude. Game over, man. Ahsoka just kills the child. That would solve the problem, honestly. Yes, it would. Yeah. So anyway, I thought it was a better episode than most. I think I saw like episode one more, but hey, one yeah. more. What? Episode oh, episode one. one. Yeah, gotcha. Final thoughts? It's cool. Uh, I like that the story's doing things. Um, I still think Mandalorian's very stupid. <laughs> what do you think about? I still think Star. I feel. I still think the mixed media shared universe thing that they're doing is terrible. Mm. It doesn't work. That's the last question I would have for you: Is what do you think about horrible gold bears, gummy bears? They're good. Okay. This podcast endorses them. <laughs> it's our first sponsor. Haribo. Haribo Gold Bears. Mm. Don't look at their faces. It's scary. Just, <laughs> They're just, kind of terrifying. Just eat them. Actually. Just eat them. Mindlessly. Eat them whole. Um, Please consume them. Yeah, I don't really feel the need to kind of legislate our constant critiques of Disney and Mandalorian again. I do. We did that quite at length last time. So, for two hours. <laughs> There's always more to say. Do you think Do you think Ahsoka will be in this next episode? I don't, it's dude. It's a coin toss. I don't know. They could do another filler episode. Yeah. Ahsoka's gonna be. Ahsoka's gonna be in the season finale. Oh gosh, it's gonna be terrible. It's terrible. The last scene. How is it? How is he gonna go back to Tatooine at this point to see Boba Fett? I, I, at a certain point, a certain point, it seems, season three. It seems more and more clear that Boba Fett was just a cameo. Oh no. That's terrible. No. Why would he go? Why would he go to Tatooine? What possible story component? Ahsoka says, "Ooh, you, you want to hide a baby? Tatooine. That's been the Jedi's." Dude, you can't tease Boba Fett like I know. that. Hey, hey, hey! I know. I hear you. I'm just saying. Oh how could the plot? How could they possibly contrive the plot to go to Tatooine? I mean, they could just they do, could whatever. do whatever they want. They could do whatever they want. You're right. Open, open scene. Mando floating in space. The way every episode opens. Just driving. Baby Yoda's playing his Game Boy. Mando says, put that down. And then he's interrupted by a call. It's Amy Sedaris. She says, hey, come over here. There you go. Done. He's back. Come over here. There's someone... Ooh. There's someone here who says he's the Mandalorian. And he's causing a ruckus. He's causing a ruckus. He says that he has the child. What? (laughs) The Mandalorian looks over to the pram and there it is. Gotta go. Gotta go. What about this? It's something. Please hold. What if, raise your crest, right? Mandalorian and the baby are playing a fun game of, uh, I don't know, 
Chess. Passing the Checkers. ball. Checkers. Checkers. They're passing the ball back and forth. And all of a sudden you hear a beep, beep. And he looks at the cockpit and you see this object flowing towards him. He goes, what is that? Interesting. Do 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 enlarge on that. And you zoom in and it's a, it's a ball. It's a ball. And all of a sudden he takes a vase of magnet and moves the last second. The sound drops out and you go, and it's the episode two bombs. And all of a sudden, Slave One just comes out of the atmosphere. Sonic Discharge. He doesn't have to be on Tatooine. He can just be in the Slave One. He's the Slave, slave I think it's Slave Two, actually. That's true. Whatever Jingle happened Fetch to yeah. Slave One? I think it's Slave Two. No, Slave One. There's two slaves. Yeah, but it's, it's called Slave One. It's always called Slave One. Interesting. Is it? Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Cool. Hey. All I know is there's a Slave Two somewhere. Don't I know? I don't know where it is. Because the one we see in episode two is not the same one we see in episode five. It's just a different color. Yeah, so it's slave one, slave two. <laughs> Dude. Why are you hurt? Empire so Strikes Back. It's not called Slave Two, it's called Slave One. Boba Fett's ship is Slave One. Okay. Hey. Not saying you're wrong, but you could be. <laughs> not this time. <laughs> a dog fight between the Razor Crest and Slave One would be amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And you kinda can do a episode two, uh, which is an episode five callback. Kind of chain of callbacks. That'd be really cool. It ends it ends in like a stalemate, and they say, "We'll meet. We will meet on this asteroid." We'll work. Ooh, that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. We'll meet. No, we'll meet at this. Oh my gosh, could you imagine? We'll meet on this asteroid. What's it called? Uh, Polis Mesa. Okay. Are the little? Uh, they're there. Me- Medicare people still there? And they walk in and they go. <laughs> they're still there. They walk in. and They go. Hmm, this is a birthing pod. There's some, some, some blood here. Some fetal, fetal blood. It's 30 years old. And they go, what is this test? Anakin Skywalker, Padme, Amadala. And they go, Luke Skywalker, we can find him. He has the answers we need. That's pretty all cool. you want is for Luke to be in this show. <laughs> That's all I need. How can, you, how can you blow Boba Fett? That is so cool. He should be the, call, I should be the whole show. Just the Boba Fett show? Yeah. Where Boba Fett has to rekindle his love for the Jedi. Not love, but... <laughs> he understands the Jedi. Falls in love with the Jedi. Understands the Jedi. He's wronged by the Jedi. His his dad was beheaded. That was a little extra. We can Was it was it was it that was excessive force. It was the old times. It was the old ways. <laughs> the old way, the, the old testament. Anyway, that, that's really, that's a really cool story. I want to see his story story told. And I think Old Man Lorraine's only place we're gonna see it, so I want that story told sometime. So please. I would like it told tomorrow. Could you imagine? Man Lorraine, Ahsoka. Boba Fett, all our team working together. That's genius. That'd be great. Genius. It's too many actors in one episode, though. Genius. Yeah, we can't. We can't handle that. Too many actors. Can't pay for them. Yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Anyway, when's the next one? Next week. Next week. Same time. Same bat time. Same bat signal. Oops. You messed that one up. Look, I don't know Star Wars. Okay. Yeah. It's obvious. And even then, I don't know my slaves. Apparently. Slave one. I'm telling you. Maybe. Django Fetz is called Slave 2. That does not make sense. I know it doesn't. I'm trying, I'm trying to tell you how dumb you're you are. You're trying to fuse the little... Okay, thanks for listening. Mandalorian, um... It's, it is what it is. It's like coronavirus. It is. <laughs> it is what it, it is. It is what it is. No, what are you going to do? This is a dark winter, sir. A Look, dark and cold people, winter. don't be afraid of Mandalorian. Don't let it control your life. Go out and live. We don't do that. Oh, we had the show consume us. I would like our listeners to stay quarantined forever and just never go outside and keep listening to our podcast. Yeah, never go outside and make sure you only listen to our podcast and patronize us. And by the way, we're not suggest we're not suggesting this for health reasons. We're suggesting this for for sheerly business purposes. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, 
people that's saying those things might have an ulterior motives. Interesting. Okay, stop. Here you go. That's as much. Gold, uh, Haribo Gold Bears, Mandalorian, Prequel Paul Jacks. Holy Trinity. Disney bad, prequel's good. Haribo, eat them. Goodbye.